This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Isn't that great, you? It is great. It is great. You know, it is fantastic that so many of you go to patreon.com slash says who and help make this show happen. Thank you. Thank you, you. You. Thank you, you. You, you. So many yous. You. You. Hi. I am Maureen. Now, look, uh, you've heard me every week. I'm like, truly devious, the vanishing stare, the hand on the wall is coming out. I know you're tired of it. I, I, I understand. But guess what? Right now, now, hopefully, if you're listening to this around the time it comes out, there is a bit of an Internet special. Yes, you can get the ebook of Truly Devious for two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. It's not much. That's crazy. Dan, that's the price. So anyway, for two ninety nine on the on the 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 big one with an A that we don't mention, Barnes and Noble, like basically anywhere that you get your ebooks, you should be able to get it in the United States at least for two ninety nine. Just buy it. Grab some other phones. Buy it on those phones. Well, don't do that. Don't do. Oh, don't do the thing that unless it's free. Unless you're buying. Look, it's it's cheap. Give it as a gift. Be like, I got you a book. It don't. They don't need to know it was two ninety nine. It's cheaper than a greeting card. It's cool. Anyway, truly devious. Two ninety nine. Ah, I love the sound of the water on a beautiful summer day. Ah, it's so relaxing. I'm so glad that summer's never going to end. Ah, endless summer. Hey, Dan. Oh, hey, Maureen. How can are I put you? My, can I put my towel down here next to you? Oh, sure. There's plenty of space. Ah, oh, this is this is nice, Dan. Yeah, I've got a got a cooler here with some this is... cold drinks if you'd like something. Oh, wow. What you got in there? Get some fruit juice. And uh, gravy. Yeah. That's you nice. Know, the two staples. Hey, Dan. Um, mm-hmm. What are you doing out here? Just uh, just relaxing, Maureen. I am just relaxing. Do you see you feel calm and... Uh-huh. I feel great. I feel great. Yeah, Nothing better your... than a good, nice summer day. Do you have your phone with you or... Uh, look, you know, look somewhere. At the, somewhere around looking here. Looking at the news there? Or it's at in all, my so... beach bag along with what? my... Why don't we take it out? And... Why don't we take it out and have a little? Okay, well, I mean, I so guess we could seems put fine. The, uh... Maybe play a play like a game of words with friends. We no, could do no, that. no. I'm gonna just turn on Twitter. I'm just gonna check the okay. the news here and. Uh... What? Oh, the president's been tweeting. What are you? The Why? president's been tweeting. Maureen, just what are you doing? Maureen, no, oh, a lot of it's tweets summer, here. No. Maureen, summer. It's all Let's, about bed let's and... What are you doing? Yeah. Why? Dad, Why? Dan, I got, I got news for Maureen. you. You're not even on a beach. This isn't a beach. What? what? You're back. Wait. You're back in Chicago. You're, I'm in my basement. Su- yeah. Wait. I have allergies. Yep. What is? What? What? Well, what? it's been good visiting, Dan. What? I'll see you later. I'm just Maureen. gonna let myself out. I'm what are uh, you? No. Bye. What? See you later. I'm just How? go back upstairs. Huh? No.
See you later, Dan. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson. That was a real classy way to welcome people. I know. I'm classy. You are classy. So think about you. You're fancy. First thing people, when they ask, what's Maureen Johnson like? I say, she's fancy. Dan, it is the 27th of August. (sighs) Yeah. You know what that means? It means that I got abducted by aliens or something because the month of August has not existed in my brain. And suddenly it is over. August never does. I don't get it. This one feels really. And maybe it's because like we got home from being away for the summer in sort of the middle of the month. And then we jumped right into school or something. But I do not understand where this month of August went. And it is freaking me out. I am watching the puppy, Dan. Oh, no. She just suddenly got up. Yeah, weird. She's just sniffing the floor in a way that suggests, I need to have a bodily function. Perfect. No, it's fine. She's going to come back to sleep. She's been a very big girl, Dan. My favorite thing about post-Dexy podcast recording, folks, we, we speak before we hit record. I know it doesn't seem like that, but in fact, we do. And you always say... Ah, uh, Dexy's next to me taking a nap. And I always go, oh, no. And then you go, it'll be fine. It is fine. Sure. Aside from the one time she accidentally punched me in the face in the middle of recording. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's got a box. You'll hear her chewing a box now. I gave her a box, so she's A happy. box? She loves boxes. Like a cardboard box. Like a cardboard box. She likes to drag them around. Okay. So if we get a delivery, I take all the stuff out and I give her the box and she just likes to drag the box around. It's like her Maureen, favorite thing. I have allergies today, man. Holy I cow. I hear this, Jan. Ah, oh, you know, sorry. Because you know why? End of, like, end of August is a huge allergy bump. That's when I always yeah. used to get them. Oh, used to? Yeah. What'd you do? Did you cut off your nose? Because I'm thinking about doing that. No, I live in a in a hyperbaric chamber. No, well, that'll do it too. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, I live under the sea now. Like the little mermaid. That's right. That's me. That's fun. See, she's come back up to go back to sleep, Dan. I told you. Okay. Her dad is in Sweden. So it's just me and Dexie right now. What what could go wrong? That's right. That's right. So, um... Yeah, I think that August always kind of goes away quickly because the first part of August is like everybody seems to be on vacation or if you're not on vacation, the people you're looking for are on vacation and then they all come back from vacation and then suddenly you enter that weird – so say you're in college, then – you're in that period where everybody's returning to school at a different time. Yeah. So you're trying to figure out like someone's leaving on the 20th and someone's leaving on the 30th and you're packing and you're and you're transitioning and you're you're just getting ready to, you know, you're 
you're in that in-between state of you're about to go, but you haven't gone yet. Yeah. And if you are a teacher or, you know, you're, you're entering that phase where you're still on vacation, but you're starting to go back into work and packing stuff up or you have, I'm sure if you have kids, you're like, okay, we are now entering the phase where we're starting to prepare them. So August kind of just sort of um, frizzles out a little bit. Yeah. And then suddenly yeah, it's Labor it Day. It definitely does a, a hard shift mid-month in a way that very few months do. Because I, I always forget what happens in August. It yeah. just kind of is August and then suddenly it's not. You're like, wait a minute, wasn't it just August? Yeah. That's right. The weirdest thing to me is that I know intellectually that it's August. But Mm -hmm. if you asked me what month is happening at the end of the week, I would say October. Right. Interesting. I have had multiple times today, including talking to you just before we started recording, where I've been like, well, sure. Next month, October. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. September doesn't exist in my brain. Well, it's like I've it's like I it's like I hypnotized myself and wrote it out. Well, Dan, we started this podcast three years ago in August. We did. We're rapidly approaching our three year anniversary. We did it because that August was falling apart like a flaky fish that's <laughs> been in the oven too long. <laughs> Man, I tried to cook fish yesterday and that's exactly what happened. Mm hmm. Real bad at cooking fish. And here we are again, Dan. Another August. You and me still sitting here. Our 101st episode. That's right. The big 101. 101. Talking about elections and candidates and Trump and tweets and good thing Uh, we're. uh... My nose. My nose is not my friend today, Maureen. Dan, is this? This seems like this is going to be a. Oh, yeah, oh boy. I apologize. I That's apologize. Fine. I moved uh, this away is, from the mic. The says Hovians have heard worse. Dan, I feel like we're going to have to leave the loosey gooseyness of of summer behind and get into the tidy whitey of of the fall. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. I don't need any of that in my brain. Guests, tighter formats. Congress will be back in session. School will be back in session. Yep. Yeah. It'll be fun stuff will be happening all the time. We have a weird definition of fun, I think. That's right, Dan. Dan, has anyone been away or doing anything this last week? Well, Maureen. See how our, did I, I, I like that. that. I, just I like that. Yeah, I know. I like that. Well. In fact, Donald Trump has been in France enjoying his time at the G7. Eating ketchups with steak. You know, I have seen no food reporting whatsoever out of the G7. Maybe they decided if I were the seven, six of the seven world leaders that attend the G7, I think I would have had a meeting ahead of time and been like, you know what, y'all? Let's let's skip the meals this time. Let's just schedule everything for like mid-morning, mid-afternoon, maybe some night stuff. But let's let's not do working lunches and fancy dinners this time because we can't do it. 
We can't handle it. But I've seen nothing. I think that's what they did. I've seen nothing about food. Je voudrais un happy meal. <sighs> Do you think Trump has had? No. I, I, I'm already saying no to the question that I was already going to ask. I was going to ask if Trump has had the, the new Popeye's chicken sandwich, but then I realized that he has never eaten anything with that much flavor in his life. See, the, these chicken sandwich wars are lost to me because I don't eat chicken. Are they very flavorful? Or is that? They're really good. I mean, so here's the thing. Popeye's chicken is easily, easily the best chicken fast food establishment there is. Probably among the best of all fast food establishments of any genre. So the Popeye's chicken sandwich is essentially putting a piece of Popeye's chicken between some bread with a, a little sauce and a pickle. So uh, it. It was going to be delicious no matter what, but they are very delicious. Is it just spicier, the Popeye's chicken or something? Or uh, it's So, well, Popeye's makes, okay. Hey, welcome to the Popeye's cast. Look, I want to know. Uh, Popeye's has their normal flavor and then they have a spicy flavor. That's always been true uh, in terms of their, their chicken. You can order it. I don't know what they call the normal classic. Maybe we'll go with classic. Maybe they just call it crispy. Um... But uh, so, yes, there is more flavor generally in a Popeye's chicken, but also a Popeye's chicken compared especially to fast food chicken establishments are both crispier and moister. So uh, you get a very delicious piece of chicken at a Popeye's chicken always. Mm. Now they've just they have never had a chicken sandwich. So this is their first chicken sandwich and people are appropriately freaking out, but I don't think he would eat one. Why is that? I got too much flavor. I think he, he does not like, he does not like anything that would challenge him. Would and he I eat think Chick-fil-A? It, I think he, yes. In fact, didn't he, didn't he have Chick-fil-A's at that, at his fast food, uh, at his fast food smorgasbord? I think he there did. There was a lot of fast food in there. So I, yeah. Is Chick-fil-A less flavorful than Popeye's, Dan? Yes, it is. Also, it hates gay people. So there's mm -hmm. that. So there's that. Anyway, I don't think they had that at the G7, but I do think they skipped meals. I think they all wised story, up Dan? there. Yeah. Recently, I was at LeakyCon. And uh, with my, it was run by my beautiful friend. And I'm just going to tell this little story about somebody from... I don't know if I should tell this. You know, it, it's fine. It's a benign enough story. So at the convention center, various vendors, pop, you know, set up to sell their food. And so they're more temporary than I thought. Like they can actually set up booths to sell food in the concourse. Yeah. And Chick-fil-A set up. And they Chick-fil-A booth set up and they set out a sign that said Chick-fil-A this way. And they put it in the middle so the people knew that that's where the Chick-fil-A was. And... My friend who runs this, who is a wonderful person, was shocked to see, because this wasn't one of their, our, the event vendors, this was in the concourse, but okay. in our part of the concourse. And they put up this sign that said Chick-fil-A this way. Ooh. And she, it, it sort of looked like the event had invited Chick-fil-A. Sure. Which they definitely had not. And she walked in and she was just like so... She saw the sign and she's like, you know, 
right now you feel like you just got to do something sometimes. Like you just got to, we've got to take, she's like, and you know what? I just walked up and I just grabbed the sign. And I just started walking yeah. away with it. And then they were like, um, ma'am, our sign. And she's just kept walking. They're like, um, ma'am, our sign. And she just kind of went and put it in a room and shut the door. It was like, your sign's in there. But the room was <laughs> locked. Just walked away. <laughs> She's like, because it's 2019. Every once in a while, you have to be like, just no, just no. You can't put out a big old Chick-fil-A sign in the middle of our event where we're inviting all these kids to celebrate who they are. Like, no, no. Yeah. Fuck you. It's just, she's like, I just walked away with the sign. Like, I just could kind of imagine her walking away with the sign. I'm like, yeah, that's the action we need. That is. You don't get the just, signs. Yep. Take their signs. Just no, no, your sign. It didn't hurt anybody. She just walked away with their sign. <laughs> Made me very happy. Chicken. That it's Chicken. political now. Always has been. That's true. I don't need it. You do I avoid not. the whole chick I avoid the whole thing, Dan. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's an option. Hard turnaround chicken. <laughs> oh, Maureen, the G seven was I was really expecting a fucking clusterfuck because this guy got on the plane mad. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like they managed to diffuse the worst of it all. I don't know quite what secret tricks they they did, but it does seem like the G7 kind of kept Trump in a kept Trump in a corner in a way that they have not achieved in previous meetings Practice. of world leaders. Yeah, I think Practice. but it does feel like there was some real defensive planning here. Like they uh, everyone had been talking without him and said, "Okay, listen, this is what we're going to do when he comes in." Exactly. Maybe they had like a whole a whole second like conference space that was like the fake G7 that he attended. They were all on a Skype call like, okay, this is what we do when he comes in. Yeah. Like we're going to have six rooms that's all just actors. And then we're going to go to the other six rooms and actually do the work. And he'll just go to the actor one. It's so cool that our president is so stupid that every other country has to plan around just dealing with what an idiot he is. Yeah. All right. Well, he was at the G7. Yeah, he was. You know, uh, here's fun. Here's a fun little tidbit, Maureen. Mm -hmm. So uh, the G7, which is the, I guess what, the seven biggest economies in the world or something. I don't know. No, I'm a dumbass. I don't know. Um, they. Oh. Whoa, Dexy. You see someone. Oh. Someone's vacuuming the hall. Oh, how dare they? And so she's got to say you can't vacuum the hall. Sure. I'm getting a really good view of her butt right now. How's it looking? Well. Dog buddy. I don't want to describe what happens, but every time a dog barks, they, they cut. Anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty funny to watch. Um. So the. Sorry. Who, sorry. What... Sesuvia. It's all right. What country hosts the G7 rotates every year? And next year, the United States is hosting. Oh, boy. And guess where Trump would like to host it? That'll be right before the election, Dan. Yeah, sure will. Sure oh. will. Dan, what are he we going to be like this time next year? Grizzled. Seriously, what's that going to look like, Dan? <laughs> Sorry. We're just going to be like Dexy's trying to stop us from that line of thought. Yeah. We're going to be 
two dried up sticks of beef jerky. We're going to be smoking, sitting in diners, looking like characters from a Tom Waits song. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's far more romantic than the reality, I think. What are we going to be? Let's, Dan, do you want to write a letter right now to us this time oh, next God. August? Oh, no. I'm going to talk to Dan <laughs> next August right now. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Dan, 220, 2020. Good God, it is 2020 next year, isn't it? That's where you're at right now, Dan. You can play oh. this back. We'll put this in a little, we'll have to remember next August to play this. Yeah. Maybe maybe now Dan, I'm 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 talking to you from August 2019 and I know where you are now, maybe weird. Probably some stuff has happened between now and then that well has been downright confusing or upsetting. Uh you're facing the election, probably. I say probably because I'm I'm hoping that we still have elections then. But if all <laughs> goes to plan, you should be facing the election. Trump is probably running. Uh, if he is running, he may be at this moment challenging the legitimacy of the election. Um, you probably don't want to talk about the election, Dan. Probably upsets you and makes you chew your beard. You are probably out there working, Dan. I bet you're working. You're working for a candidate right now. You're out. Dogs barking. Puppies upset. (laughs) But Dan, have hope. The election's almost here. You only have to... Remember, it was only four years ago that we started this. And (laughs) it was all going to be over in a couple weeks. And just, Dan, remember, it's all going to be over in a couple weeks. And then everything will be fixed. Anyway, Dan, I hope this has made you feel better. Talk to you soon. (sighs) Now do you want to talk to me in 2020? Yeah. All right. Hey, Maureen. This is 2019 Dan talking to 2020 Maureen Johnson. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am sorry for the situation that you have found yourself in, that we all have found ourselves in. I'm sorry for the mental drag. I'm sorry for the fact that you are now looking back on August of 2019 as the good old days. As a time where things actually made a modicum of sense. Because here in 2019, they don't, but I'm positive. <sighs> because by then, look... we, we know the other candidate. You know, we know all yeah. the catchphrases. We know all the... It is... I hope that you have gotten Dexy and Oscar and yourself to a safe bunker. And that maybe you're just... Maybe you're just riding it out. Maybe... Maybe you're just riding it out underground somewhere. I'd hope that you have a picture of me on the wall remembering back when I was alive before before the events of 2019 and 2020 simply crushed me into dust and that you're making the best of it. 
that's my hope to you, Maureen. From your from your friend currently alive, Dan. You know, was it scary how clearly I could picture the bunker at, with nothing on the walls? There's no windows or anything, but one picture of your face, slightly, <laughs> slightly higher than like higher than it should be, slightly high on the wall. Yeah. I don't know why it's so great. It's to keep it from the floods. <laughs> oh, we're laughing, but is it uh, funny? It's not. It's not funny. Anyway, this all started because Maureen, he is pitching the Doral Golf Club, his Doral Golf Club, outside Miami Let him as have a the project. location for next year's G7. Let him have a project. <laughs> Bless you. Jesus Christ. Dan, this does make me think, though, that the last time he could, <laughs> he could, he could campaign. He didn't have a job like he was just but this time he's president and it's very hard to campaign. Now, I realize he doesn't. Well, come on. Like, no, no. I know that. I know that. But still, even in name, there's shit he's got to do. Like go to the G7 and do all kinds of other stuff with like technically he still does have to do something. I mean. Yes, he will have to do two days at his golf club with. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I think Dexy is channeling something from the future and desperately trying to communicate it to us. I think she might be. She's trying to tell us to to get to safety. This morning is how you find the bunker. All right, Dexy won't stop barking. You take her out for a walk one day and she just pulls, pulls as hard as she's ever pulled. You're just desperately trying to hang on and follow as she's just making a beeline. And suddenly you find yourself, you know, walking into the Holland Tunnel, walking through. She's yanking you through. Suddenly you're in New Jersey. Then she takes a right and you're just heading up. Suddenly you're in like the wilds of New Hampshire and she stops at a hatch. She is a good girl. That I can see her doing. That's it. And that's how you know. That's where you live. Did you get us a bunker, girl? All right, Dad. You've been trying to tell me what he did. Come on. Tell me about it. It was just dumb. It was just dumb. And now suddenly we're going to be at his fucking golf club. Dora, which A, failing financially. B... Uh, was cited for bed bugs not that long ago. Also poop, poop pool, poop pool. Poop pool, yeah, one of the poop pools. One of the Florida poop pools. Hello, seven world leaders. Have a swim in our poop pool. Maybe anyway, they can, he... go to the, they can go to the omelet bar and the, oh, it's be true. so classy. Would be. Oh, imagine... Imagine all the spies and the just the wires dripping out of everything and the compromised Wi-Fi networks and the literally every hole at the golf club would have like a periscope sitting out sticking out of it. <laughs> there are just microphones dangling from old fashioned like 70s microphones <laughs> dangling from trees. And half the trees are actually just people in tree suits. <laughs> just walking along. Yeah. 
oh, I don't really remember there being so many trees on the golf course. They all just freeze. <laughs> Especially like two feet from us. <laughs> it's not God really much of a it. golf course now that I'm explaining it. <laughs> Is this a golf club? It's not a golf club. It's just a microphone on a stand. <laughs> He's like talking, he's giving a tour. There's like clearly a fucking periscope with one of those like cartoon eyes sticking out of a thing. And he just says something and the cartoon eye just looks straight into the camera and just blinks. <laughs> like even the cartoon eye is just like, I can't fucking believe this shit. Every single waiter is wearing a fake mis- the same fake mustache. <laughs> they keep trading it. As they're going in and out of the kitchen, they're like passing off the mustache. Sticking it on, delivering another plate of fries, and then heading back into the kitchen, passing off the mustache. You get a tureen of soup. It's got actual handheld recorders floating (laughs) in it. It's just clinking around in the soup. It's like it's like the um, it's like the feast scene in uh in. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, but instead of like really gross racist monkey brains and stuff, it's all just bowls of microphones. <laughs> what is this? Is this a this is a it's a breaded hard drive? <laughs> so we have, we have, yeah, so it's just like it's just like it's a little like sushi. It's like it's like those sushi with the egg on top, but instead of the egg, it's a flash drive. <laughs> just gonna be so fucking stupid Maureen it's gonna be so fucking stupid if now, we are not just a smoking crater by then well all the pres- all the other leaders of the world have to figure out how to, to, to politely say we don't want to come to your party <laughs> he'll be so mad imagine Maureen how pissed he would be there because he was pissed enough that the fucking prime minister of of Denmark would not sell him Greenland, so he canceled the whole fucking visit. Now you've got like seven like world leaders of the seven most important countries in the world being like, we're not going to your golf club. Yeah, Dan, it was after we recorded last week that the whole president is angry because he's not allowed to buy Greenland thing happened. And um like it was it was brewing. As we recorded, it was, I I forget, it was Axios or someone reported that he had floated the idea of of buying Greenland. And everyone was Mm. sort of like, "Ah." and then in order to really (laughs) clarify the idea that this was not a joke, Trump went ahead and A, canceled his fucking trip to Denmark, which is the country that like oversees Greenland, I guess, uh, and was like, I'm doing it because the prime minister was nasty about my plan to buy Greenland. Yeah. Just this is where we are now, Dan, and it is going to be so much worse this time next year. It's we're gonna going to be yeah. so wishing we could be back to when Trump just wanted to buy Greenland. <laughs> I, I feel like we got a little bit of a preview of just how shitty things are going to be when well, Trump... I mean, Dan, that was the same day that he also retweeted the whole spiel from the... Um, 
radio host about his how about how he's the king of Israel. Oh God! And then later that day, <laughs> oh, in a speech, oh my God, Maureen, you forgot, I had forgotten, forgotten. Yeah, I thought so. And then later that day, in a speech, claimed he was the chosen one. So all that was one day, Dan. I forgot how he mm-hmm. declared himself the chosen one mm-hmm. and the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he then forgot. the next day, he basically single-handedly tanked the stock market. Mm-hmm. By... Let's talk about that a little. Let's talk about sure. that a little. So CNBC actually did this remarkable job without meaning to of live tweeting Trump basically tanking the economy because the day started with the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, giving a speech at some like big wig economic thing in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And he said that the Fed would, quote, act as appropriate to keep the economy safe because Maureen, just in case you didn't know, the economy's fucking starting to wobble. Because oh. weird, turns out Donald Trump is not a very good steward of the economy. I know. So so Powell does this and the stocks go up, right? Like the Dow hits like 45 points up for the day after his speech. And so Trump almost immediately gets onto Twitter and starts railing against the Chinese for the fact that they are not simply acquiescing to his demands and Mm. but then he asks who the bigger enemy of america is chairman g or jerome powell at which point the dow plunges 200 points Mm. he then gets on twitter and he quote hereby orders all american companies to leave china which weird also sends the dow plunging He China then announces that they're going to put new tariffs on. So then he announces new tariffs and the Dow keeps falling. He then orders FedEx and UPS and Amazon to search boxes for Chinese fentanyl for some reason. And so their stocks all tank. Goes like that all day until finally the Dow ends up 630 points down. Now, Dan, think of how much more the stock market can tank next August. A lot. And entirely through his own doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I don't want to sound like these things are related, Dan, but I found myself the other day. Oh, no. Dan, I went on a short online shopping spree. Okay. Okay. I bought a couple things for myself. I bought um, some water storage, flat water storage units. Oh, good. Always sensible to have. We often have water disruptions in the building. Couple emergency blankets, um, a dog first aid kit. I have all human first aid, but another portable human first aid kit. Um, Couple water purification tablets. Um, turns out, Dan, I made a safety, a large safety bag out of a backpack oh, that's no. filled with like, I, I don't, I got tarp in there, duct tape, um, some some rope, 
you know, some utility cord and this is real getting real cheery. Uh, look, a lot of it then is hurricane prep because we've been hit by hurricanes multiple times here and have needed this stuff. Well, including the hand crack yeah. radio needed past tense because right. Maureen, we're not going to have hurricanes anymore. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What well, damn, what do you mean we're not going to have her? Well, Maureen, Trump has a plan, as was reported originally again by Axios. He has a plan to drop nuclear bombs on hurricanes. So... You don't need that go bag, Maureen, because you are going to be hurricane free. Thanks to the smart thinking. What could go wrong than dropping a nuclear weapon into fast moving winds and rain, Maureen? Dan, we're going to be looking back this time next year at just when he just wanted to buy Greenland and when he declared himself the chosen one and the king of Israel and wanted to drop nuclear bombs into hurricanes. We're going to look back on that and think those were the gravy days. Is This is the thing that I want to ask, Maureen. Mm-hmm. Is he getting worse? Because I bet if we were to listen back to a year ago, we would be talking about equally asinine bullshittery. But Mm. I also feel like maybe he's getting worse. I think his impulse control is getting worse. Yeah. I think that he, he lost the plot some time ago, but his impulse control is worse. And I think that when he, so right now, Dexy is in training. She's a puppy. She goes to puppy school and she's a very good dog. In fact, she only barked because she just heard a vacuum cleaner in the hallway. Good. So she doesn't bark that often, but she will get very agitated and bark at other dogs when she's on her leash, not because she's upset at the dog, but because she's frustrated that she can't get to them. Right. It's called barrier frustration. And I think that Trump has barrier frustration because. He wants to do stuff and he's upset when he can't. He's like, oh, you made me king. I should have what I want. And when he can't have it, he lashes out and barks. So I feel like he has barrier frustration and it's getting worse. Yeah, I buy it. I buy any dog based analogy to describe his his motivations. But yeah, it seems to be when he's when he's frustrated that things are happening that he's he suddenly thinks that he like well, the other day when he just declared uh he just ordered that all companies should stop doing well no one's going to pay attention to that. That's crazy. But yeah, I think it's that it's literally what, not something you can do. Right. It's not something you can do. And before, obviously, in his life, he would know that if he just said that everyone has to stop doing business in China, that it wasn't going to happen. But I think now 
He's like, I'm president. Aren't they just going to do what I say? And when it doesn't happen, he gets barrier frustration and <sighs> tweets more about how he's the chosen one and the king of Israel. Jesus Christ. So I do think that as pressures mount um, and he's restricted in any way and he's fe- facing mounting stress, that he is going to have worse and worse impulse control. And make worse and worse decisions. I say this with I because I've had multiple family members act this way, and they are still tracking pretty closely. So, um, and I've told you about my aunt Dan, the one with the bird that committed suicide, used to keep money yeah. in jars, etc. Yep. She used to spend her days listening to before the internet it was conspiracy talk radio. Sure. And she would listen to it and she would write all these notes down of things that she heard on there. And that was her equivalent of tweeting. All of these pads of paper that she would keep next to her bed with written with things that she'd written down that she'd heard on conspiracy talk radio. And that also feels very much like Trump to me. You know, he's he often does stuff in real time with news. Um so I really feel like my background with my with my relatives, including my aunt whose bird committed suicide, is also very good training for how to deal with Trump. Because really, all these relatives of mine and Trump track very, very closely. Yeah. Which means that I've got to change my life because... <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay, Maureen, mm-hmm. then... Take us home here. It is the end of summer. Mm-hmm. We are on the we are in the threshold of September. We are on the threshold of fall. Mm. He summer is forever. getting he is getting worse, mm-hmm. and we know that over the course of the next certainly the next year, probably we can even break that into quarters. Right over the next quarter. He is going to be worse even than he is now. Mm-hmm. How do we keep our summer freshness? How do we deal with all of this? How do we make it so kind of fall does not crush us like so many leaves upon the ground? That's a pretty way of putting it, Dan. I think that, first of all... I'm a a professional word worker. Was the question how to refresh ourselves in the fall, Dan? Yeah. So, I mean, like, let's go back and take a macro view. That's right, because we're coping. It's a coping strategy, Dan. Yeah. We're... All right. Kind of making fall better. Yeah, fresher, happier. A, A small part of that should be... Trump abatement strategy and a large part of that should be focusing on you and and getting your shit good. Okay. Here's what I would say. One of the really and it's so simple and everybody does it except apparently for me is definitely making time not to look at what he's saying and straight up just having hard blockages on social media. Yeah. Like hard blocks. Also, I'm I'm doing a little bit more on Instagram. If you want to follow me, I'm Maureen Johnson Books on Insta. 
because Insta, I'm basically building myself an anti-Nazi bunker over there. So that's uh, <laughs> that's what I think of that. Um, so I'd appreciate some follows, build it because I never did Insta, so I don't have much of a. So I'm building that up because I I just never used it because I was like it's too many just pictures of people in hats, and I was like I don't understand it. But I you can and do then, fun stuff with it. And then you got a hat, and you understand. yeah. Now I have a hat, and I'm like everyone come look at my hat. Uh, definitely not giving into the look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me stuff. Yeah. Um, I've definitely noticed, I think the first step in any kind of change, like when you deal with anxiety or any of behavioral issues, the first step, instead of just berating yourself, like I spent time looking at social media, I hate myself, I know better, I shouldn't have done it. Ah, then you're like that Muppet who bangs his head into the piano keys. Yeah, Ralph. Um, don't do that. Just notice like, oh, I, I I felt the need to look at that again. Oh, I felt that I just automatically opened that window without even thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I just felt the need to check. Oh, I just felt that itch in the back of my head, even though it's only been 15 minutes. You don't just to just to notice the first step is just noticing that you did it. Okay, I did that. And then if you want, you can, you know, say, maybe I don't need to do that right now, but not to beat yourself up about it and to just gently change your ways. Yeah. I think maybe it's a good time for us all to make a commitment to doing meditation together. Like, uh, like, uh, like we'll make a, fa a, a group together and be like, okay, we're just going to all agree that we're going to do 15 minutes a day. Um, Changing the way you think by gentle movements away, just gentle noting and gentle movements away is much better Yeah. than setting hard boundaries for yourself. Like they, you know, they always say that habit building is better if you make it achievable. Because if Definitely. you give yourself a very achievable thing to do, and then once you've done it, you feel really good. And you're like, that was easy. So you make it super easy for yourself to succeed. So um, just uh, if we make super simple agreement, you know, like a little, a super simple challenge, like that would be a good one, like a super simple challenge, like um, putting down your phone and fully walking away from it for 15 minutes. Most people, you know, that's totally achievable, right? Yeah. Is that too high? 15 minutes? Yeah. 15 minutes feels good. If everybody did that, and, um, or even just like a solid, yeah, a solid 15 minutes of no phone, no, no screen. Yeah. That is a thing that I have been trying to do, Maureen, uh, we, me and you have talked about this a lot in our own lives, but uh, I don't know how much I've talked about it on the podcast, but I have a, some, a fucked up problem with my eyes and, mm -hmm. uh, and had surgery for it a number of years ago and all of that. And it, it, my eyes get very tired, uh, especially at night as a result of it. And reading is difficult, uh, like night reading. But uh, I have been... I have been trying very consciously through the summer and now into the fall to put my phone down 
and uh, in the bed after you know some phone time and actually kind of make myself read even if it's even if it's for a short amount of time because my eyes can't do much more with it or uh you know a, a longer time but getting putting the phone down picking a book up i like it yes that's our challenge for this week to to ease us into the super cool says who you super cool all together yeah this is the cool part of fall where we're all getting together we're all in our like dorm room, you know, our dorm hangout. All of us are together. We brought you bring your pillows down and you're, you got your jammies on. We're all passing around some popcorn and stuff. We're all going to do just 15 minutes of no screens. I like That's it. it. Every day, just 15 minutes. You can walk a dog, read a book, listen to music, just no screens, just 15 minutes. That's it. It's good. I like sleep that. Sleep does not sleep does not count. But Unless it's I, like a a midday nap. I mean yeah, like night I was going to say, yeah. Midday you know, nap uh, is all right. I don't I don't mean like I was sleeping last night so I wasn't looking for 15 minutes like that doesn't count. No. Yeah. I, put your phone I, down. Close you know, put set an alarm, put your phone down, close your eyes. Ah, oh, I love a good I love a good short midday nap, Maureen. I'm the king of the midday nap. A board game, yeah, would be a good one. Takes a little longer than fifteen minutes, but yeah. But you could always do longer. I'm just saying, you know, just uh, you could you can cook something. Yep, go on a walk while the weather's still with you for walking. Go on a walk, ride a bike. Yeah, just look out a window. Just stare out the window. Just stare out the window, unmoving. Yeah, stare. Look out your window into your neighbor's courtyard. Witness a murder. Have an adventure. Is there like a local animal shelter? Maybe you could go and volunteer to cuddle a kitten or a puppy for 15 minutes. There you go. How great would that be? I like it. I like it. We're taking it back, Maureen, 15 minutes at a time. All right. It's official. It's our 15-minute daily challenge. All you have to do is just for 15 minutes, no screens. That's it. That's it. We all do it together. And it's okay if you've, if one day doesn't work out, just try again the next day. Sure. Yeah. And that's, this is how we start. This is how we start claiming our attention and our mind back. Yeah. You you know, a good one, draw. Yeah. Um, Like, yes, but if you draw something or if you like those um, focus coloring books, people like, um, if you like to knit, Make stuff, make a craft. Yeah. If So it, it, this is, if there is a thing that you have wanted to do, you know, a hobby you've wanted to pick up or something like that, an instrument you wanted to learn, 15 minutes every day. Put your screen down, pick that banjo up, pick right. up those knitting needles. You don't have to be good at it, right? Just 15 minutes of focusing on something else. And then, you know... A month from now, you will be like, hey, look at that. I can I can knit this little row and it, all the little knitting bits are even. Also, a good way to chart, you know, get one of those online, like um, print out a tracker sheet, like one of those don't break the chain sheets or habit Whoa, sheets. What is that? So don't, don't break the chain sheets. Yeah. I don't, don't know break that. The ch- what is that? So a don't break the chain is a habit forming it's the simplest thing. It's usually just like a blank calendar page. 
Like you just literally go on Word or something and print out a blank calendar page or use a calendar, like just use literally a physical something though, make it a piece of paper, put it up somewhere and write the habit you're trying to form on it. it says, you know, this would be 15 minutes, no screens. And then every day that you do it, you just put an X on the day. And the idea is you don't break the chain. So you like get it. this, you get the satisfaction of putting the physically like there, I did it. I put the X and then you want to just keep filling X's in because you don't want to break your nice chain of X's. And then if you miss one, then there's a spot and then you start a new, and then you just start again the next day, but yeah. you can see what you were doing and like making this. a thing that you can see is really, really, I read a lot of books on habit forming, Dan, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> There's also, um, if you go, uh, I think there's a site called procrastination.com and you can print out a sheet called habit list where it's the same thing, a habit list sheet where you write the habit and then each day you do it, you leave a dot. But easily, the easiest one is just print out a calendar page. Word has them, like the internet would be like blank calendar, just print one out, make one yourself just with a ruler and a pencil. It's really easy to do. And then you just each day that you've done in right at the top of the habit is just stick that somewhere, carry it with you. If you have a notebook, if you keep like a moleskin notebook or something, just write it in there every day. Put your X in. Very satisfying. Love it. It's not a podcast, Maureen. It's a coping it's strategy. It's a coping strategy. Stick it to your fridge, stick it to your door, stick it somewhere that you can easily see it and then have the satisfaction of being like, I did it. I like it. And you could, like share, it. you could share your photo of it. Says who is made possible by you. And our mogul, Colin. Colin, Main Colin's, Street mogul, Colin. He has, an, he has an ad. So for $50 a month, I will advertise what you want. And Colin has chosen to advertise this. Tell everyone to call someone they appreciate and tell them they appreciate them. I appreciate our Sezuvians, Maureen. I mean, come on. How great, are, how great are they? There is not a classier bunch of folks. People I... more thoughtful than the people that support us. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. That is amazing. I know. Like, I do feel that, like, truly, I'm not saying that you, our listeners, are better than most people, but I think you might be. There's a strong corollary. Well, anyway, we thank you for going to patreon.com slash says who and supporting us. And we thank you for just generally being wonderful and great people. Speaking of wonderful and great people, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Thank you, Ted Leo. And our logo was designed by Darth. Darth. We love you, Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter, or you can email at Hey, that is H E Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Thank you. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews for real. They do actually help on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. They really do. They really do. And uh, boy, we like them. So 
take a moment. Not your 15 minutes, because that's on a screen. But mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. write a review. We'd really appreciate it. Hey, Maureen, where are you mm-hmm. going to be? Here. Well, but not always. Oh, you want to Because October 26th and 27th, you're going to be in Austin, Texas for the Texas Book Festival. I sure am. And I will have... I will have all my information soon, but please come come to Austin. It's gonna be great. Austin is come great. We Austin. spent we spent a week in Austin, and let me tell you, we were all ready to move. Oh, Austin is good. It is. It I'm is. trying to figure out if I'm gonna have time to go to Barton Springs Pool. Yeah. Did you go there? We did. We what? we we attempted to go there three times, uh, but we kept catching it when it was closed for cleaning but we finally Hmm. finally made it it is a remarkable place is it fun it's amazing it is a three acre pool that is entirely naturally spring fed in the middle of a beautiful park there are hundreds of people in it at any given time yet it is so enormous that you have your own space it is as cold as you can possibly imagine water to be, yet it feels amazing. It was great. It was a how, real how our deep time is it? in Barton. It's uh, it varies in depth, but uh, three four feet. That's it. Yeah, it's not super deep. There three might be f- maybe if you go further in three uh, feet. It comes what? up to your knees. How tall are your knees? I am 15 feet tall. (laughs) Wow. No, three feet comes up to like your waist. She's a great writer, but it's weird. She's all knees. So you're saying it's like waist deep water? Yeah. At least where, I mean, granted, my experience was doing it with a four-year-old. So we weren't exactly like, hey, how how deep can we get? I would guess it gets deeper. There was a diving board area. So it gets deeper. Sure. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's got to be if if you're, unless they're just trying to kill people off in a (laughs) sort of weird test way. Here's three feet of water. Here's a diving board. Well, yes, I think the diving board area was deeper, but most of it was like people kind of standing around or just like a little floating. You know, it wasn't like oh, a. Oh, can you get floats? Like, can you bring a floaty? Yeah, people were. Yeah, there was a whole float float oh, area that you could boy. you could float. Oh my god! There you go. You can do it. You can get in there, Maureen. I don't. It's have very to figure centrally out how to, located. I need to get. How do I get a float? A rent you a float? No. <sighs> they definitely won't rent you a float. But come on, you can get a. Th- this is a solvable problem. Will someone in Austin help me get a float? I bet. All right. Uh, and you will be there October 26th and 27th, October 8th. I, here in Chicago, will be at the American Writers Museum in conversation with Annalie Newitz, whose new book is coming out real soon. And my my new book, will we're going to have pre-order information soon. There'll be yeah. there's a pre-order campaign, signed books, and a cool thing that you get. It's all happening, but they haven't announced it yet they're getting it together so soon that it'll be ready to announce and again right now 299 for truly devious it's true and, and i'll have i'll have more exciting news to announce soon but i have an exciting an exciting secret that may be let it snow related Ooh. i'm just saying Ooh. it's a, it's a movie and it's coming well, i know i now know like when it's coming a lot of it away 
Please. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to tell you when, but All I know right. when it's Ixnay. coming. And it's coming Ixnay, soon. Maureen. I'm just saying. It's a secret. It's not a secret that the movie is done. Okay. Just Making saying. me very nervous. Well, good. You can join us next week, September 4th, for our next episode. It'll be September officially. And you, listener, will be seven days into your 15 minutes of no screen. Are you excited about uh, pumpkin spice lattes, Dan? I'm not a big fan of the whole pumpkin spice thing. Though, I am a fan of the fall. And so I do appreciate the fact that when I start to see it, it means that soon it will be Halloween and things like that. I'm I'm not a person that is going to insult people's pumpkin spice love. I think that's fine. I get excited because when I see it, it means pretty soon there will be skeletons everywhere. Do you like pumpkins, though, in general? Like, as a... Yeah, I like pumpkins fine. Okay, but you're not a pumpkin spice latte fan. No, and, like, on the pantheon of pie, pumpkin pie is quite low on my Mm -hmm. list, but I'll certainly eat a pumpkin pie. Will you have it as a savory? Like as a like as a squash alternative, yeah, some sort I of. Mm-hmm. I prefer a squash, but mm-hmm. sure, I've I've eaten I've eaten pumpkin in my time. You know what pumpkin's eat- really good for? What if your dog has the shits? Mm-hmm. That's true. A little a little rice and some canned pumpkin that'll 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 take care of that that action. So you're good. saying you you prefer like a butternut as opposed to a pumpkin? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well- well, if that's the case, Dan, an easy way that you can get oh, a, a butternut squash Jesus or a pumpkin Christ. or anything you like is by subscribing to Blue Apron slash Says Who slash Pumpkins oh, slash not our, Spice slash Latte slash 50 free boxes. You I get don't 75 understand how boxes, I walk into this every goddamn time. And they'll send you a squash. They'll send you a just um pumpkin. This is how gullible I am. I'm just like, oh, my friend Maureen wants to talk to me about food. That's what I love. Chew food. On it. Just what a wonderful conversation to have. Really and then good. every time you you're your just dog like, oh, just make a recipe and get for, recipes for free. You see this free. sharpened spoon? I'm going to free online. plunge it into your gut now. Anywhere you can get free recipes online. They're just it's worthless. It's just a worthless thing. But you can get for just fifty nine ninety nine a box and a 75 thing. free just boxes. Just, you just get damn it. Stop you get a pinch of salt. Knock it off. And a piece of paper. Damn it. Join now. September 4th is our next episode from my basement in Chicago. I'm Dan Sinker. You know, I really thought that you were going to kind of catch up. I thought you were going to say something and you didn't. No, I'm always just like, oh, I love talking about food. I do. I love talking about food. And you just take advantage of that love. I just want to talk to you about food. You don't. It's no, a way don't. of us being friends. You could spend your 15 minutes screen-free time making a Blue Apron recipe. <laughs> you can't say anything because you know it's true. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Maureen Johnson. This has been Says Who. I just I like talking about food. It feels like you know that, and you're just like, (laughs) every time. Every time, I'm just like, please, yes, let's talk about food. 
mm-hmm. enjoy it. I like making it. I like eating right. it. What right. a wonderful little world that we have that I just right. get to have a good friend and we get to talk about food mm-hmm. and everything's wonderful. And then you just show up and are like, it's really just a trick. I just mm-hmm. tricked you. It's like you, it's like, you're like, Hey Dan, you like walking. Let's go on a walk. Oh, let's walk over here. Oh, look at that. Those palm trees laying over that part of the walk. Why don't you just, and then I fall into a fucking pit that you you dug for me. Mm -hmm. That's what it's like every time. Every time it's like, you're like, oh, you like being outdoors. Oh, you love seeing stuff. Oh, hey, let come walk over here. And then I fucking swing a tripwire and like a boulder on a rope comes and just hits me in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like every time. Three years that we've been doing this, Dan. Yeah. Every Tw- fucking time. Almost 2020. And every time I'm just like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Yep. Sounds awesome. I love going on an airplane ride. And then I'm like, why don't I have a seat? And then you fucking push me out of door. Yep. Oh, damn it. It's a apron. <laughs>